The words are the easy part. The thing that separates good salespeople from bad salespeople is how they say the words. Welcome to the Gym Secrets Podcast, where we talk about how to get more customers, how to make more per customer, and how to keep them longer, and the many failures and lessons that we have learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Uh, this uh, podcast slash video is going to be uh, more tactical in nature about selling stuff. Uh, and so we are privy at Gym Launch to a wealth of data. And so I know as an independent operator, especially if you're not in the community, you can operate on your own. And you're like, what's going on? What's happening? Um, and so we can rapidly test things. And so uh, one of the beautiful things is now I take a call with every one of our gym lords every day. So it's a daily call that I do with all of our gyms. So I can like account for things quickly. We can test new things out. I can find out the next day and we can move much faster as a community. And so in the last 14 days, we've been able to triple the average upfront uh, revenue per show up or pick up on a phone call, uh, which is pretty big. And so we're continuing to just test out offers, price points, etc. And so I figured I would give you uh, some of the findings that we have kind of discovered through that process. First one uh, is not about sales at all, but about scheduling. So make sure that you are putting uh, your scheduling or scheduler, whatever you have on your thank you page, where people should be opting in to book a time with you. Uh, as a 15 minute increment between uh, the actual appointments. So if you're, let's say, available from four o'clock to seven o'clock, uh, instead of saying four, 435, uh, it should say four, 415, 430, 445, five, et cetera. And so by doing that, you'll get a higher schedule rate and you'll get a high percentage of people to show. And I think there's a variety of reasons for that. And I think that's mostly because, well, actually, I'll give you a couple reasons why I think that is. And I have no idea. So this is just my theories. Um, I think one, when it when you see 15 minute increments, it looks like it's more, it's not as big of a time, time commitment. So people are more willing to do it. That's number one. Number two, uh, I think when you see more time slots available, you just feel like you should be able to find a time that works best for you. Three, sometimes people have pockets of time uh, that they're willing to give up uh, between things. Whereas if it's, the you know, the, 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 the bigger the blocks of time, the less able they are to pinpoint free moments in their life. All right, and I'm sure there's other reasons too, but those are the top ones that I've got. So that was number one, hacks that you should know about uh, selling remote fitness or selling over the phone. Second, um, once you get the words right, once you get the script right, it's going to take practice, it's going to take reps. And so what we're seeing at Gym Launch is once people cross that 20 sale threshold, uh, or 20, 20 at bats, so 20 pickups on the phone, uh, their close rate is really going up. Now it's not going from like 19 to 20, all of a sudden on their 20th call, they like learn magic. It's just the fact that a lot of you are, you know, a lot of us fitness professionals in general haven't sold over the phone, right? You sold a lot of times in person and it took you time to get good. You might be, might've been doing this for five years and never had to sell over the phone, right? Um, and so just imagine you're starting, you still have the skill of sales. You just need to learn how to do it in a new environment. The good news is that if you have the right words, it doesn't take that long. And the piece that you need to learn is tonality. Right. If you've, if you've heard uh, Jordan Belfort, The Wolf of Wall Street, Straight Line Sales, um, the words are the easy part. The thing that separates good salespeople from bad salespeople is how they say the words. Right. Two people can read a script uh, or give a presentation and their tonality and how they enunciate things and how they raise their voice at certain times. So fair? Fair enough? Right. Rather than, um, does that sound fair? It sounds, and it sounds jokey, like no one would say that. Plenty of people talk like that, especially if it's their third or fourth or fifth call. Uh, it's hard for them to do that. The next piece on the phone is energy management, especially, you know, the guys who are doing or work with us are getting, you know, 10, 15 calls a day that they're that they're attending. And so you have to make call 14 just as fresh as call number two. And so managing your, your energy and your state during that process is going to ultimately make you more money. Now, in terms of uh, price points and offers and things like that, what we're seeing right now is we're telling people to start with $199 uh, and we're doing AB offers. So that means that we're closing $200 tickets 
or rolling them into continuity. And right now we're seeing um, the majority of people actually willing to roll into continuity uh, rather than pay the uh, the upfront fee. Now that being said, there's obviously guys who are just savages and just you know they they close and they do a really good job with it. But uh, we're seeing people are more able or more easily able to uh, get right into continuity. And the beautiful thing about that is that I mean think about it. You're closing one or two people a day straight into continuity. By the end of the month, you've got 45, 60 people who are signed up into continuity at $200 a month for remote, for 100% margin business, right? Like not 100%, 80% gross margin because you're probably going to pay a trainer 20% to do the fulfillment. But like big picture, not that bad, right? So um, when you're getting on the phone, having two offers and that way you make it an assumed close makes it much easier uh, for a prospect because it's not like yes or no, it's which one do you prefer? Right, which one's right for you, and that allows you and even uh, less skilled salespeople to close at a higher percentage. All right, so especially if this is your first time doing it, it's a great way uh, to kind of lead into the the sale because it also gives you down sales. Next thing is you have to have bullets in the holster. Okay, so uh, for you to ethically be able to charge a different amount, like let's say someone says, you know what, um, I can't do forty nine dollars a week, but I would do it for thirty nine dollars a week. You have to ask yourself, would you be willing to take on a member for $169 a month, right, for remote services? If the answer to that question is still yes, right, which for many of you probably is, you need to be able to have an ethical difference between what you sold at $49 and $39. So let me give you a couple of the ones that uh, that I like. All right, number one, and you don't have to use all of these. You can use some of these. You can use whichever ones you want. But if you're going to peel things back, you don't really want to peel services back because you want them to have a good experience, right? And we know that uh, reaching out to them on a daily basis to check in on them, make sure they're doing okay, is going to be a really high value thing. Now, you don't want to take that away because then they're not going to stay, right? It's important for you to keep the lifetime value. And so here's a couple other variables. Number one, you can remove a commitment. So instead of saying, hey, you know, it's 49 bucks a week to stay, uh, stay with us at our gym, uh, instead of it being $49 a week, just pure period, it's $49 a week for 12 weeks. All right. So they're making some commitment in order to get that discount off the 99 a week, which is what you should be selling your remote services generally for, which is what we've been selling our remote services in the Gymler community since, you know, for the last nine months, that's what it's been. All right. So if you're going to give them that, that half off deal, you can do it for a commitment. So you can remove the commitment if you want to. That's one, one bullet in the holster. Second bullet you can use is like, all right, um, instead of 49, I'll let you do it for 39, but you got to leave me a testimonial at the end. Right? So boom. So now, now they're doing something for you. So you're not taking away anything, but they have more hoops to jump through. All right. Um, next one, uh, below that might be, okay, not only do you have to leave me a testimony, you got to bring me a friend. All right. Now, whether or not you enforce that is going to be up to you, but this way it gives you another ethical reason. Listen, I'll drop you down to 29, but you got to bring a friend because that way it at least gets me to my half off price. Right? Fair enough. Hey, Mosey Nation, quick break just to let you know that we've been starting to post on LinkedIn and want to connect with you. All right, so send me a connection request and note letting me know that you listen to the show and I will accept it. If there's anyone you think that we should be connected with, tag them in one of my or Layla's posts and I will give you all the love in the world. All right, so let's get back to the show. Right, and when you say these things and when you make these uh, the kind of negotiations, which is essentially what this becomes is closing a deal. Um, it's 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 push and pull, and if they feel like you are giving them a price and uh, and then asking for something in return, is that's unfair? When you say that enough times, people start to sound unreasonable if they keep saying no, right? And so you should use that to your advantage when you're trying to close sales over the phone. 
and having these, these things in your holster. So the three easy ones that I just mentioned, one is you can waive the commitment. Second is you can uh, ask them for a testimonial, so it's an easy way to peel back the price. The third way is you can tell them that they just gotta give you a friend, you know, within the first four weeks or something like that, all right? And so there's those are three easy ones that you can use right away uh, to, to help ethically negotiate a lower price if you need to, uh, to close the sale, all right? So um, there's a ton of data that we are getting on a regular basis right now. As a community, we're going up by about $5 per pickup. Uh, which doesn't sound like much, but by a percentage base, it's about 10% a day, which is huge if you know how percentages work. Um, and so uh, it's these tiny little things that we're figuring out. Now, the guys who have been selling the most successfully have gone from 199 to 299. And I wanna take a brief moment to talk about that because if you can have the, if you have an AB offer, right? You're saying, uh, this is this is something that we call the green play in our world for a while. Um, but just it's an assumed close, right? And uh, in the book that I've coming out called uh, "Building a Better Mousetrap," uh, it's I have I have probably 38 different ways of making offers and monetizing off of uh, different front ends, and one of them is called uh, a free bribe. Okay, and a free bribe offer is very simple. You say, "Hey, I've got this amazing program that we sell for $500, right?" Um, and so you can either get that program and all that stuff for $500, or you can just become a member today and get that whole $500 value for free just by becoming a member. And so that allows you to position a really valuable thing to get someone into continuity, all right? And so depending on your objectives or whether you wanna get more cash up front or you wanna get more continuity, the way that you juxtapose those two prices, so the way that you, that you interplay those two is important, all right? So if I wanted to get 90% uh, of people to take me on my continuity offer, because that was my objective, then what I would do is I would make that, uh, that A offer, that first offer, $500,000, $700,000 for that first offer. Now, one out of 10 people might say, you know what, that's what I want. And it's like, cool. The nice thing though, is that if you, the higher up you make that offer, one, the people who do take it pay you a lot of money. But more importantly, you have a nice price anchor because when you present option B, option B will be way cheaper because it's me continuity play, right? And when you go there, uh, you'll get more, most people will automatically do that and they will value option B at the same value that you had option A and they feel like they're getting a great deal because right now we're in recessionary spending, right? And so everything's about deals and bargains and so you need to position your offers in such a way that people feel like they're getting a deal in order to buy, right? And so flip side, if I wanted to get uh, more cash up front, then I might make the two prices equivalent, right? And so it's like, it's either 49 a week for, you know, which would be $200 for the first month or it's $200 right now and there's no continuity. Right? And so most people will be like, well, I'll just pay the 200. And so this is how you can play back and forth and based on your objectives, you can cater it. So like if you're more cash strapped, then you're gonna probably want more cash flow. If you are cash strapped at all, you're gonna try to push everything into continuity. Um, or like many gyms, uh, they sell between 200 or $300 for that uh, offer. Now, you may be like, that sounds low. The big thing here is volume, right? Like, I, I believe me, I love high ticket. All right? I'm a high ticket guy, I love it. The thing is, is like we got to confront realities that we're in a different selling environment. And these people are cold traffic and you haven't been positioned at all in your marketplace. And so um, our guys are able to sell 200, 300 on the first phone call, one call close um, comfortably. And so the thing is, is like because leads are so cheap right now and Alan's working the shit out of the leads, like we're getting a ton of people on the phone. And so like most of the gyms have six pickups, 10 pickups. I mean, imagine every single day at your gym having six to 10 people walk in the door. It's the same thing, just in a virtual selling environment. Everything else is the same, all the rules apply. And so if you can just close two or three of those people a day in a continuity, it's enormous 
for what you're going to be able to build. And what's interesting is if you look at this over like a 90 day period, which I think is what we're going to be looking at going forward. I mean, how long minimum, how long this, we're going to be affected by this as gyms, because we're one of the first ones to shut down, which means we're going to be one of the last ones to become operationalized in 90 days. You can build a whole business. I mean, gyms launch on 90 day timetable. So if you, if you look at Orange Theory, which is one of the most successful uh, launching uh, of franchises, they have an amazing launch system. They do a three month launch. And they require their franchisees to have at least 250 sign-up members before they open. If they do not have that, they cannot open, right? And so for you, if you think about this in your own head and think, I got 90 days to get 250 people signed up for my remote program, you may get there 90 days from now and think, huh, I've got 250 people paying me $200 a month. Maybe I'll just keep this business. And I think some interesting conversations are going to happen down the road. But anyways, uh, I wanted to give you some of those hacks uh, that you should know about selling remote fitness. Uh, there's a million more things that we've uh, kind of discovered because we have the, the beauty of having lots and lots and lots of data and lots of gyms that are testing things actively for us. Uh, we tried half off offers, didn't work, didn't generate the lead flow. Um, most lead flow right now is going to be around free offers. Uh, and that's because that's the environment that we're selling in right now. Now, that being said, just because someone signs up for a free offer does not mean that you don't have every right to upsell them into a higher value service, right? So upon more education, they might find out that they actually would like to pay for this other thing that's a far more irresistible offer that will uh, that will get them their goals, right? Because that's what they want. They signed up because they want to lose weight. They didn't sign up because they like signing up for stuff, right? And so as long as you remember that, that it is okay to sell stuff, even if you marketed something as free, as long as you have a free offer that you marketed, if you present a superior offer that, that will get them their goals better and give higher service and get them there faster and guarantee it or whatever, then the likelihood that they take it is higher. And it allows you to get far lower cost of acquisition, far lower lead cost, far higher volume, and ultimately help more people and make money during the process and uh, come out of this thing on top. So anyways, I uh, hope you enjoyed some of those hacks uh, that you should know about selling remote fitness. I will make more of them as they come up. Um, keep being amazing and uh, lots of love to everybody. Sorry about the green screen. I'm doing some recordings over the next few days. And so, yeah, green screen. All right, catch you soon. Bye.